the Rainmaker Evolution to increase freedom, create momentum, and embrace simplicity in your financial services practice. You're listening to the Rainmaker Evolution podcast with Joel Johnson, certified financial planner, co-founder of Johnson Brunetti, author of The Money Map, and leader of the Rainmaker Evolution Mastermind Group. And now, here's Joel. Hey, this is Joel Johnson coming at you again with a Rainmaker Evolution podcast for the end of 2019. 2019, for all practical purposes, is behind us and we are coming into a new year. And I hope that you and your families are going to enjoy some downtime a little bit here as we regroup and get ready for next year. Speaking of this year um, and speaking of your business, I want to talk a little bit about viewing your business as a game a game to be played and using some of the um, parallels to a game or a sport and we can apply that to our business to get a better way of thinking, I believe, about our business. So how does a game work? How does a sport work? Well, first of all, keep score. Now, we've all heard the cliches of, oh, you know, what isn't measured doesn't happen and all those kind of things. I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about keeping score over a fixed period of time so that you know if you won or if you've lost. Going way, way back when I worked out of a little finished office in my attic uh, and I was working for a small insurance agency, I had a game I would play every single week. Every single week I wanted to end the week on Friday with 15 appointments on my schedule for the following week. That was my game. I had a little board up next to my head um, on the wall so where I would do my work, make phone calls and so on. Every time I would set an appointment for the following week, I'd make a little check mark. And I wanted 15 check marks so that when I went into Friday and I finished up on Friday, I felt like I had won. That was my win. And again, even though it seems like I was looking forward, I was really looking at measuring the week I had just finished and accomplishing something or falling short. So keeping score, the good thing about keeping score in a game is you know if you won or lost. One of the problems with our employees is they don't know if they won or lost. Well, I think you as a business owner certainly need to be able to communicate that with your employees, but um, as a business owner, if you play the game, you'll know at the end of every finite period of time, whatever your measurement time is, you have won or lost. The other thing about looking at keeping score is once the game is over, the game is over. And why do I say that? Well, we have not had the year we wanted to have this year, but for all practical purposes, we had a phenomenal year. By almost any other membership uh, measurement, we had a phenomenal year. Yet, because we didn't hit our goal, um, I could spend the next month or two brooding around or analyzing why we didn't hit our goal and so on, or I could just say, you know what, the year's over, didn't hit what we wanted. Maybe that's a win. Maybe that's a loss for, for you all listening to me out there. Um, for, uh, for me, I would consider it a loss, but then we move on. A game has a finite end. There's a lot of damage that gets done within our companies and within our employees when we constantly dwell on not hitting a goal or not winning a contract or you know whatever your particular business might be. So the other neat thing about measuring it or looking at this as a sport is there is an end to the game and we start a new one. And so, again, I think it's really important that when the game's over, you move on. Um, We had two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, as you're hearing this, 
pretty serious meeting with our advisors. Um, we did not feel like they were pulling their weight. We felt like some of them were slacking off a, li- a little bit, maybe taking advantage of the situation. Didn't think they were working as hard as they should. Didn't think they were polishing their skills as hard as they should. And so we had a really tough sales meeting that I actually pretty much blasted through for about 20 to 30 minutes. And then we ended. Usually our sales meetings are an hour long. Um, that was a pretty nerve-rattling sales meeting for some of the people. Yet the next week, we came in and we were very, very positive. It's like, okay, that's it. It's over. Let's move on. I always want people to end on a positive note, whether it's the end of a year or the end of a quarter or something, even though, even if they know we didn't quite hit what we wanted to and maybe by the measurement, according to the game or the sport, it was a loss. So it's really important when the game's over, you move on. When you need to hit somebody with some coaching and it might be difficult for them to focus on, make sure you come back after they, they've had a while to dwell on that and come back with something very, very positive. Um, the other thing about sports, and I've heard this from so many coaches that get interviewed or players that are asked, um, you know, what are you going to do when you have to play um, Dallas in two weeks. Well, they're playing Cincinnati next week, and almost always the players will say, well, we're not thinking about Dallas, we're thinking about Cincinnati. And the coach will say, we're thinking about the next game coming up, we're not thinking about the game after the next game. So focus on the next game. Um, again, too many times in this business, because we have these big goals, these dream goals, and so on, we think so far out, we ignore the opportunities that are right in front of us. So focus on the day, focus on the week, focus on the next case you can close, focus on that top prospect you want to bring in. Um, If it's coaching your people, focus on the next little win they can have. Somebody passes their insurance exam or their securities exam, you know, don't immediately, um, you know, have them go get their law degree or start thinking on that. If they, for instance, if they have their exam coming up. Let's say they have their insurance exam coming up. Don't start talking about the CFP that they're going to take after that. Let them focus on the insurance exam. So whatever your example would be, you can plug it in. I think you get the point. It's important to think about the next right thing. There's actually a saying out there, do the next right thing. Not the next five right things, not the thing after the thing in front of you. Do the next right thing. And I think it's really important that your people focus on the next thing. Obviously, we want to plan for long-term, but sometimes as a business owner, you need to be the one planning for long-term and your employees need to be focused on the right thing. Don't forget the fundamentals. Don't forget the fundamentals. Again, I don't mean to go into cliche zone here, but we've heard the John Wooden stories about teaching his guys to tie their shoes. We've heard about Vince Lombardi and all these great coaches where every year they go back to the fundamentals no matter how good those players are. Well, cliches become cliches for a reason, right? They're effective. And so I think it's very important that we don't forget the fundamentals. This is about prospecting. Just like in the AE credo, it says prospecting. It's always about prospecting. Prospecting must change. That's what our business is about. Even if you don't want to bring on new clients, you're, if you're a very mature firm, you're managing money and you just want to manage the money for your clients, you are still focused on the fundamentals, keeping those relationships, which I would suggest to you is in a way that sales in itself to keep those relationships. So what are the fundamentals in your business? For our business, it's creating a certain amount of new people we can talk to, to bring in new clients, but also focusing on our existing clients. Think about all the sports, you know, football. What are the fundamental, for those of you that played football, what are the fundamentals in football? I don't know much about the basics of football, but I would assume there's some basic fundamentals. Um, I'm learning to drive race cars. One of the most fundamental things is where your eyes are looking. 
it's counterintuitive. It's not what I would have thought they would be five years ago when I knew nothing about the sport. But one of the most basic and key things for any successful driver is where are those eyes looking? And amateur drivers and poor drivers will look in the wrong place, and the pros always look in a different place, typically way out ahead. Um, hockey. My son played hockey. What are the fundamentals of hockey? Hey, if you look down at the puck, you're going to get clobbered. You never have your eyes looking down at the puck. You look out, and it just becomes second nature to have that puck on your stick. Same thing with basketball. You look at a great basketball player. They're not watching the ball as they dribble. So what are the fundamentals in your sport? What are those basic things that everybody that's great does? And maybe that you do, but you do it so well, you've forgotten that you do it. Um, I find time and time again now... Um, in particular with some of you in the Rainmaker group, I'll get a question and I've been so far removed from that because it was something I just mastered and then we delegated it that sometimes I don't know the answers to some of the basic questions you guys ask. But you know what? When I think about it, it goes back to fundamentals. And just because I've delegated that doesn't mean it needs to, um, it, it, it still means it needs to happen in our company. So what are the fundamentals in your business? Again, tying this back to a game where we're keeping score where when the game's over, we focus on the next one, but we want to focus three games ahead. Um, when we uh, look at, you know, why did we win? Why did we lose? We do an analysis. And then preparation. Um, preparation is so, so important. And then think about practice for a minute. You know, it's kind of funny in our business. We learn um, by playing the game, right? I mean, what if an NFL team um, played every day of the week and never practiced? Because that's what some of us do, right? We just jump right in there and we go to it. And there's very little practice and preparation in what we do. Where if you look at an NFL team, um, I'm pretty sure, again, I don't know a ton about football, but I'm pretty sure they practice five days and they play for a total time of about an hour, which all happens about over about a three and a half hour period of time. Um, we're pretty familiar with the UConn basketball program. They practice way, 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 way more than they play. So are we doing that? If we approach our business as a sport, are we practicing to get ready and are we preparing so when the buzzer goes off and the game starts and then the game ends, we have been 100% focused. We're not trying to learn as we go. So it's just some random thoughts I had here at the end of the year. I jotted a few things down. I wanted to communicate it to you all. Um, but think about that. Think of the basics and those of you that have been athletes basics of a sport, the basics of a game, just some of the fundamental things. The reason I really brought this up as I was sitting here thinking about this last year and the coming year is, you know, just because we have struggled a little bit and we didn't hit goal this year, doesn't mean we did had had a phenomenal year. I mean, we've just had a, by any standards except mine, because I had in my mind a preconceived notion of the goal we would hit, we've had a phenomenal year. And so I need to communicate that to my employees, but I also need to move on start year next year with a fresh start it's a new game so hopefully that helps you all i really appreciate each and every one of you um, listening to this podcast by the way share the podcast um, let uh, everybody else in the rainmaker group know about the podcast i look forward to seeing you all in march for a great new year um, brianna and i and brian and Lori are working on some good new materials for us to continue to grow our businesses and as my business matures and your business matures it's pretty amazing to look at the things we're focused on now compared to five or six years ago isn't it so have a great christmas have a wonderful hanukkah and i will talk to you soon